0: Hello and welcome to the Friday the 17th of January edition of the Wee Ginger Dugcast with me and I'm joined with the talented Callum Baird. Hi, how you doing? Good, yes, good, wet, dried out now. Ah, uh, uh, is this from the March last I weekend? I was soaked, yeah. I was drenched to the skin. So I didn't get I to go,
1: my one was uh, kind of sick with the cold it a cold wasn't uh, wet. There wasn't uh, any of no. the
0: weather for taking sickly wains a- at no, all. No,
1: no, definitely not. But... I was amazed by the turnout. I mean, I, I I I know it wasn't the biggest ever, but when you looked at the weather that morning, I thought, well, this might put a few people off. And the fact that the the rally had been cancelled yeah. because the fact that the rally you know if you're coming from Aberdeen, it's okay, yeah, we can go on the march, but it's the bit at the end that you kind of hang about and exactly. spend most of your day, isn't it? So if that bit's not there, I thought maybe that would affect it a wee bit much. But.
0: well, obviously the transport was was buggered up as well with yeah. the weather. I mean, I know that in um, Arran. The, the boat was cancelled, I the saw ferry that. was cancelled, so yeah. they had a wee march in Brodick yeah. so by themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw that, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Fair play. <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: aye. so But it was, it was really good. It was the first time my American husband has ever been on one of these things. He quite enjoyed it. yeah They went to the pub afterwards and all got very drunk, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> and I took the dog home.
1: So what does it, I mean what does it say, though, about the independence movement that it can get that many people onto the streets on, on a day like that?
0: I think it says that there's definitely appetite and enthusiasm. That You know, that there are a lot of people... You see, people say that, oh, these are independence supporters. Well, they are. But, more importantly, these are in- independence campaigners. Mm. You know, because people who are prepared to go on a march in a weather like that are, go- are people who are prepared to campaign and persuade for independence. And would it... T- that, anti-independence parties have got nothing like that they don't have anything like that the, the boots on the ground that we've got you know and obviously that's going to terrify them yeah you know it will terrify them
1: I always laugh at the guy who counts the marches you know the guy from the other side um, oh monkey Shot guy aye uh, yeah yeah McConaughey guy. yeah so is he, it McConaughey he, he always, something, like uh, something like that he always emails in the uh, the national. I think he's emailed in the Glasgow Times as well this time, and uh, just to say that yeah, you know the numbers that, that the organisers gave are wrong. I've counted and I can tell you for definite it's ten thousand one hundred six or something. <laughs> like I mean, uh, how, how can you possibly know that the, the exact number of people? Because you know what these things like the people join in, they leave. Know, you know, know. It's impossible. Um, But it was certainly a massive
0: it No, there was a lot more than 10,000. I've been on marches with 10,000 people and there was a lot more than that because we were near the front because we, we cheated because we came in on the train and the nearest train station to the start of the march is Charing Cross but that's a fair wee walk and it was bucketing down. And it's bit, the march was just coming round the corner, just as we got at the train station. We were, oh, we'll just jump in, right. And we were just near the very front of the march. We were just behind the 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 oh. the, the bank. Was it Shebang? Is that what they're called? Yeah.
1: Oh no, 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 yeah. well, right. yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. we were just we were very close to the front of the march. Yeah. So we marched, and we got down a um, we got down to Glasgow Green, and then we went to the pub, and we sat and we had a drink, and. I got a phone call from my uncle saying, where are you? I said, oh, we're in the pub now. He says, oh, I says where are you? And he, he was still on Union Street. And we'd been in the pub for an hour.
1: Hi.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: Well, it just shows you the length of it, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So it yeah. was massive. You know? Yeah. And, and great to see. Um, and then, obviously, this week... Yeah. The, the biggest news this week that's happened... Um, is Boris Johnson. is Boris Johnson's reply to Nicola Sturgeon. Oh, it was...
0: Not unexpected, yeah. shall we say. But I thought... I mean, I remember thinking about this a couple of weeks ago and thinking, what's going to be significant? It's not the fact that he's saying no, because we know that he's going to say no. What's significant, I think, will be the manner in which he says no. And that's what I was looking to see. What What's the tone yeah. and content of his letter? Is he going to give... You know, is he going to try and make a pitch for Scotland to remain within the United Kingdom? Is he going to be conciliatory? Is he going to try and, like, build bridges? And I was thinking, I mean, some commentator south of the border had said that he might try and do that because he wants to be a one-nation Tory and and all this. And he's got this cushion of 80 votes in the Commons, so he can pretty much do what he wants. (laughs) And I was thinking, I don't think he'll do that because I don't really see that as being in character for him and, sadly, I was right. What we got was a really curt dismissal. Yeah, it was quite uh, quite rude, really. I mean, it, it was... His sole reason for saying, no, you can't have another independence referendum was, well, Nicola Sturgeon said... In 2014, this is a once in a, a generation opportunity, uh-huh. you know? which
1: is what he said uh, during the election campaign. Exactly, as well, you know, and, and, and so there, there will be another election in five years exactly. time, and, um, um, or less.
0: Jeremy Corbyn said the exact same thing too. Yeah, he said mm-hmm. it's a, a once in a generation opportunity, and, and, and people don't know. To do say exactly, politicians
1: it could have been a once in a generation. Right,
0: but opportunity. but politicians say those kind of things in order to get people to vote. You know, and in the context of what was a historic referendum in Scotland, it was important to make sure as many people participated as possible. So that was the kind of language that people were using. Alex Salmond, who's much quoted as saying, oh, he said it was once in a generation, he followed that. They never ever broadcast or or publicised what he said immediately after, which was, unless the Scottish people give another mandate for him. You know, he said that in an interview. So I don't think it's...
1: It's, nobody said you'll never get another chance to do this again. Exactly. so you better vote you know? exactly. but The once in a generation thing is just something that it's something that politicians say because in some ways as it, a one it could have been a once in a generation. You know, if 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 the UK had had not Brexited, if uh, exactly. David Cameron hadn't, you know, exactly. uh, if they'd fulfilled right. the promises in terms of the 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 powers going to Hollywood you know, but it, it might be difficult to see us in the situation now where there there, there, there could be an Indirect. I mean, you might have to wait another five years, another five, six years from now until that was. But then the, the, the point is that if the Scottish people vote for it, then. Exactly. You can have exactly. it. Exactly. And I mean, we're, we're now in a position. Really what was said then, yeah, you
0: we're know? now in a position where like the likes of Alistair Jack are saying you can't have another independence referendum as long as Nicola Sturgeon remains alive. I know. You know, and that's, frankly, Ugh. that's a democratic outrage you know and it is uh, and obviously I'm not talking about you because you're one of the good guys in the Scottish media but it is a huge indictment of the media in this country that that isn't the sole issue that dominates the entire media in Scotland. That this is that the people of Scotland are being told that within the framework of the United Kingdom, it doesn't matter how you vote. That we don't care what you vote for. You can vote for what you want and we are going to continue to ignore it because we'll decide when yeah. you're allowed to exercise your right to democracy. And that is shocking. Mm-hmm. What Alistair Jack and the Tories have done has been, this is historic this is really significant because what they have done is to completely blow up the traditional understanding upon which Scottish Unionism was based. Scottish Unionists, I mean all the way through remember 2014 and before that uh, what we were told by opponents of independence is of course we're not a colony we are a partner in a union You know, and now we're told that well, we're not a partner in a union, we are a possession because it's not up to us to decide whether or not We want to remain in this union or not It's not even up to us To decide whether or not We want to have that democratic Conversation about Remaining in this union or not That's a decision which is to be made For us by a Prime Minister In London that we didn't vote for Mm. And that completely Alters you know the fundamental understanding, the, fundament, the the very basis of Scottish unionism, it has destroyed traditional Scottish unionism and replaced it with a blatant right-wing, xenophobic British nationalism.
1: It's interesting, I saw a, a couple of different takes on... Um, there, were, there were kind of broadly two takes on, on the, the decision from of commentators, and we kind of collated them for the paper. And one was like, Well, you know, this this just won't stand, you know, and, and eventually the opposition will have to crumble. And if the SNP win a, a renewed mandate or majority in 2021, then his position is unsustainable. But then I saw some other people, um, I think Peter Gain was one of them, who said, Well, Boris Johnson can keep doing this for a long time because it doesn't really yeah. matter because it plays well to his base in England, exactly. So, why? Why even bother? Why even ha- you know what 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 is this incentive to? It? And from a sort of cold hard kind of logic, you, you know that that, that sounds right, doesn't it? Well, why why why? To it. There's nothing in it. There's nothing And that's
0: it. why I think it would be a great mistake for the Scottish government to say, right, okay, well we're being rejected by you know for the second thirty order. We're going to go back in 2021 and get the Scottish people to give us yet another mandate for an independence referendum, which can be ignored. What's the point? They've already got four. They're about to get five, because the Scottish Parliament is going to vote on an independence referendum at the end of this month. That will be the fifth mandate that the Scottish Government has got for an independence referendum, and Boris Johnson's going to ignore it. So what that tells you is that you have to change the rules of the game. You have to change the parameters here. Mm -hmm. And you have to significantly raise the political pressure on Boris Johnson and that's why I mean I wrote a blog the other day saying that what I believe uh, whether or not the Scottish Government will do it is a totally different question. But I believe that what they need to do is to say to Boris Johnson, Fine, this is we want you to give us a Section thirty order. We're continuing to ask you for a Section thirty order. We want you to cooperate in this process. But at the end of the day, if you continue If you continue to block this, there will be a vote in Scotland on Scottish independence, whether you want it or not. And that will play really badly for you because you will then be in a position of trying to persuade Scotland to remain within the United Kingdom while at the same time denying the people of Scotland the right to have a say and telling us that we are not going to have our voice heard in the United Kingdom. And the way to do that is to convert a set of Scottish elections, most most plausibly the 2021 Scottish parliamentary elections, and say, we're not asking for a mandate for another referendum, we're asking for a mandate for independence, and just that—it's one thing to for Boris Johnson to ignore a mandate for a referendum. It's quite another to ignore a mandate for
1: independence itself. Doesn't it make it harder to win that election? I mean, I think there's—I don't know how big this constituency is out there, but there's there's a certain number of people who, who wouldn't mind voting SNP but are no voters. Yeah. There's also a certain amount of people who who probably think that well they don't necessarily support independence but they, would, they support inter- or, they, or they back, they, well, at least they think Boris Johnson yeah. is wrong to deny it and, the, and that's the sort of internal debate that Labour are having oh, at the yeah. moment but what um, they would
0: have to do I think would have to be some sort of in order for this to be effective you would have to have a kind of uh, you would, and this is what concerns me because I've not seen any kind of movement in this direction from the SNP or the other parties, is that there would have to be some sort of pan-yes alliance to contest those elections. It would need to be something that was embracing, that was bigger than just the SNP. You know, it wouldn't be just like, vote for the SNP in this. It would be, vote for the yes candidate. Whoever that yes candidate is. And there would need to Mm. be some sort of agreement between the yes parties to maximise the yes vote. You know, and not to split it. Uh, But it's possible to do that. And that would be the nuclear option, as it were, because it would mean that We can have a vote on independence that Boris Johnson can't say no you can't have it and that the anti-independence parties are forced to cooperate in it. My concern about going for a a, a referendum without a Section 30 order is that it would be boycotted. Mm. It would be boycotted by Labour, it would be boycotted by the Tories, it would be boycotted by the Lib Dems and that would make it very, very difficult to get that, to get a credible result in that Mm -hmm. because all we would hear you know, I mean, I've, I've heard arguments saying that even if we can manage to get, you know, a, a, a turnout in that election and a yes vote in that election, which would, mean, would have meant that we would have won anyway, even if our opponents had participated, then that provides a credible mandate. The problem I think we've got is the media in this country, because the Catalans tried that strategy. And in Catalonia the media is pretty evenly divided between support for independence and opposition to it. And mm-hmm. there was a lot of explanation going on in the media about this is how you vote, this is why you vote, this is why it's important to vote. All we will hear in the BBC if we try a, a strategy like that in Scotland is mm-hmm. it doesn't even it doesn't matter if you do support independence, this is there's no point in voting. That's mm-hmm. all we'll get. That's all we will hear that will be barraged constantly. So I think the end of the line here is some sort of plebiscite election. I mm. think that's where it's going to have to end up as if Boris Johnson continues to say no.
1: I don't. I, I don't think that that's where the party. Is. No, I don't think it is. Either. I, no, I, I think they think that. I, p- think I, I think either. they think that the renewed mandate in twenty twenty one is 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 the best option. Mm. Um, I don't know whether you agree with that or not, but I think I think that's certainly where their head is that I and mean, it gives them the right. added, I added know. bonus I of, right. of making that election about independence and not about domestic issues. You can still pick up voters who, who want in two, but don't necessarily want independence. Um, uh, it's just uh, it's hard. That, yeah. I just go back. It's a hard election to win. I mean, the, the what, way the voting system yeah, works. But what
0: poll so, Well, no, I mean the De Hunt method. Allocates votes according to vote share. It doesn't actually have any bearing on vote share itself. You know. What?
1: No, it doesn't. But you, you remember last time when there was the tactical voting, yeah. you, know, the, you know, all the debates that went around that and the arguments that sort were of flying. Well, that's back and why, forth. Over that's twi- why I was. And then, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there's still the specter of, of the wings party. I think he, the like last I saw, he said that this, he was going to make a decision in April. Yeah. Well, there's the so there's there's. I mean that, that it would be it would be like last time only only you know double the yeah. the arguments and and uh, you know I've, I've some, there's, there's Mark, been actually a, at least
0: another two proposals that I've heard of for pro independence parties aside from the wings party
1: yeah but I don't think well um, yeah sorry. but there's there's, there's uh, but you know there's, there is no question that the list vote in Glasgow was wasted
0: well that's why um, in order for that kind of election to work there would have to be There would have to be some sort of pan yes alliance to make that work, to make that feasible, to maximise the vote, and I don't see the willingness there from the the party leaderships of any of the parties at the moment. But I think you know that that would be, I think, ultimately, you know, suppose we get to the Holyrood elections in twenty twenty one, we give the SNP yet another mandate for an independence referendum, and Boris Johnson says no.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't know And the, then you're left without an
0: election how does, it, how does it change things, that's ah, what you I'm could, asking You could yeah. dissolve
1: the, the, the if, you, if, you, if, you, if you think that that doesn't work You could then dissolve Hollywood again And just say, right, this yeah. time it's about independence Yeah, but Which is maybe a kind of ba- a, a step towards to What you're getting to um, what bit, the, what the point what
0: is they have to put They have to show Boris Johnson That there are consequences to his refusal
1: uh-huh.
0: Because at the moment He thinks there aren't any consequences
1: and, and where are Scottish Labour in all this? And where are Labour? Where are in Scottish all this? Labour? <laughs> we've had the sort of lead, leadership candidates have been talking a lot about Scotland this week. Yes. Lisa Nandy. And yes, or uh, no? They've actually
0: been talking about up there.
1: Jess mm. Phillips, I think, said so. up was there. It? We've what, been up talking there. about. Yeah. Quite um, liked
0: what Shona said by the way. That'd be What was that? That if they're going to, if people if politicians in England are going to call Scotland up there, we should start calling England down below.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Down there. <laughs> yeah, I, so so Jess Phillips was was up, wasn't she? She was up last. I think so. Yeah, yeah. was it last Friday? Was it this week? But um, she's appointed
0: Blair McDougall as her advisor for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. I think that says it all, really, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: <coughs> you, you can certainly you can certainly hear his influence in in what she's saying. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, why wouldn't you hire the man who advised Jim Murphy? um to, you, to losing losing 40 seats yeah, in, of in course. 2015 I well, got it right then um that was really successful i know took the no campaign from 65% <laughs> to get uh, to there was more 65% no, 70% to 55 anyway um I, and then and then lisa Nandy with this uh, uh, this kind of ridiculous
0: crass that was so crass
1: catalonia i mean it, it was it was a kind of, kind of stupid thing to say on a blog she sort of so basically, she said that all oh, we can learn from uh, Catalonia how to deal with nationalists, right? Yeah. And, that, and the first thing that everybody thinks of when when, yep. when they hear that it's is the Guardia Civil yeah, hit yeah, my grandmother over the head with a exa- baton. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So when you read a blog. Her position seemed to be a wee bit more nuanced. She was she wasn't referring to the Spanish police. She was talking to. Oh, she's talking about, about Catalan socialists. Yeah, she's
0: talking about the PSOE. Eh? She's talking about the yeah. the, the party whose who's like Labour sort of allied with on a European uh-huh. level. Uh, it's the the party of government at the moment in Spain. Um, but that's the party which is quite happy to see Catalan independence leaders locked up. Yeah, you know they're they're quite. They're quite sanguine about that, you know. I don't see any movement from them about. Oh no, we have to release political prisoners in Catalonia, you mm. know. And there wasn't a huge amount of condemnation from them when you know when the, right, the previous right-wing government sent in the Guardia Civil and the national police to crack heads at the demonstration. Mm. You know they they were they were very much on the sides of suppressing the vote. Mm. So I don't really know what she means about. Oh well, no, I didn't mean the nasty span the, the nasty Spanish nationalists, I meant the not-so-nasty Spanish nationalists, you know? Yeah. But mm. it just, it's, again it's just... It's
1: not, gonna, it's not working particularly no, well. It's, no. like it's just a total
0: deaf ear. They, yeah. they, they have a tin ear towards Scotland, Scotland's, Scotland's sensibilities and because Scotland's they, concerns. And
1: it's because they only talk to Scottish Labour. Of course it is. Um, if they do at all, but they, they they talk to people like Blair McDougall, they talk to people like I don't know, do they even talk to Mr Lennon? Maybe they don't but they, they, it's, it's these kind of, Ian Murray these yeah. are the kind of people who are advising them but also, also
0: because what they're concerned to do is, I mean remember they're, they're mainly trying to make a pitch to an English electorate mm and all this English electorate oh but you know that the SNP might have to, you know, the the, the Labour Party might make a, a, a coalition with the SNP and you know the bogey people of the SNP and they're concerned to put that to rest. so really what we're seeing from the Labour Party is what we see from the Tories, that Scottish interests and concerns are subsidiary and secondary to the political concerns of England Mm. and that's just the way it's got to be within the United Kingdom, that's the structure Mm. of this state in which we live and so far we haven't seen from any anti-independence party any answer to that We've not seen from them any attempt, even to begin to articulate how Scotland can get what Scotland votes for Mm. within the framework of a United Kingdom. You know, Labour are are sort of inching their way towards that with their half-assed proposals about federalism, but. The problem with that is we, we, we come again back to The primacy of English political priorities Within the United mm. Kingdom England isn't interested in federalism
1: Yeah, it's kind of home rules The latest, you know the, the, yeah, What does that yeah. mean?
0: Is that not promises promised in 2014? Really?
1: Well, it, it, it's, it's a bit more isn't it But, you know yeah. who, Who's going to be in a position to deliver
0: it? Horse, stable, bolted I think, really
1: yeah. Yeah, well, it's but labor. no, I haven't. I mean,
0: despite we we sound a bit kind of, oh, whoa, whoa, but I'm actually very confident that we are going to get a vote. I'm actually quite confident that, I, we that we will get. I'm
1: not convinced to be one this year. No, uh, I mean, I'm I not
0: convinced. Uh, I've never. I was never convinced we'd no. get one this year, to be honest. But I do think that the pressure for an independence referendum isn't going to go away, mm-hmm. and it's up to us as a movement to make sure that the pressure for an independence movement doesn't go away. I think Anger is definitely mountain and I think we saw some of that reflected in the march on uh on Saturday yep. you know that people who had never people who voted no in 2014 were on that march
1: uh-huh.
0: you know they've gone from voting against independence to actually marching in the rain in support of it, yep. you know, and that's a huge, huge shift. That's a huge shift, and all over Scotland, people are beginning to reach those kind of conclusions. They're seeing that the future for Scotland within the United Kingdom. Well, it, it, it's Alistair Jack saying, "No, you can't get what you vote for until you know, every, until all of you are dead." Hmm. You know, and what kind of, what kind of advert, what kind of pitch is that for? the UK. It's like, you'll get what we give you and you will like it. You know, and what you say, what your opinions are, what your views are, they mean absolutely nothing at all. You know, and and that's not sustainable in the longer term. And I think there is a huge change in Scottish public opinion. I think maybe 50 years ago, I think maybe during the times of the Thatcher era, we just told that, we just put up with it. But I think now, we in a very different Scotland, and it's a Scotland that's saying, well, no, actually, we're not going to put up with that. We're not going to deal with it. And I'm beginning to see all sorts of rumblings within the independence movement about civil disobedience and, you know, alternative strategies, because... And I go back to the lesbian and gay rights campaign in the 1980s, and basically we won... You know, the Labour Party likes us to think it's because they, they gave it all to us. Well, it's not, it's because hundreds and thousands of ordinary lesbian and gay people really annoyed folk. We were really irritating, annoying bastards in order to make sure that you know, you knew that uh, we were not going to go away, that we were going to continue to annoy you until you answered our demands. And Scotland is going to have to do the same. Scotland is going to have to be annoying in order to make sure that we get our rights made. And I think that there's more and more an appetite in Scotland for that kind of we're just going to annoy you. We're just going to irritate you. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be a thorn in your side.
1: But you're not going to be doing any of that for the next four weeks?
0: No, because I'm a dirty stop out.
1: Yeah.
0: Horrible. I know. Go to America. I am. Indeed. Uh,
1: and a long delayed honeymoon? And yeah,
0: very much delayed. We never got a honeymoon after we got married because Americans get crappy, crappy holidays. Mm. And we used up Peter's whole holiday entitlement coming over here for the second wedding reception. Which you and your good wife... So he only
1: got... Am I right in saying that you only got... Is it one week, two weeks? Well, when or you a start
0: year? a new job, typically you get one week. One
1: week. One and week. then you can, you can build... Uh, Five with, with days. years in the company, uh, you can build up for well, one Well, he week, had three, three weeks. Crazy, he could, he, that
0: was a lot. That, was, that was considered a yeah. lot. Uh, so we never got a honeymoon. Um, and now we've been saving up for this for a long time. Mm. So we're away for... Well, well, the way that it works with the visa is basically once you get the letter saying you've got your visa, you have to get over to the United Kingdom, pretty sharpish. So you don't really have time to organise everything properly. So what we're having to do is we're going back to Connecticut, where he's from, um, to pack him up properly because he's got his bikes, he's got computing equipment, he's got all sorts of stuff that you can't fit in a, a suitcase when you come on a flight. So he just came over here with a couple of suitcases. Uh, so we're going back to Connecticut to pack all that up properly and arrange for it to be shipped over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're away to... So we're in Connecticut for a week to do that. And then we're flying out to Flagstaff, Arizona. And we're going to the Grand Canyon. And then we're going to stay there for a couple of days. And then we're driving along Route 66, which I'm quite looking forward to.
1: Fantastic.
0: And uh, going to Las Vegas... And then going down to Palm Springs because we've got a friend there, and then we're flying up to uh, San Francisco. We'll stay in San Francisco for a week, Amazing. and then back to Connecticut for a few days, and then back home. So we'll be back on the sixteenth of February. So what
1: that means is there's no podcast, no uh, podcast uh, for the next for month. the next month. Yes, yeah, exactly. So we so we, we won't be we won't be around. We won't be We can't do it without you, obviously. So um, we'll be back in five. Weeks. Yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah. Five weeks' time. Wow. And a Brexit Britain. Who knows? A Brexit Britain. Uh, and will there be bombs? Will there be bombs? Will there be big Ben bongs? I, I saw no. a
0: headline that no. was on Twitter that no. says that some Tory MP had given £1,000 for a bomb, and I thought, mate, you can buy them for like just a couple of quid in the bars. It's a different sort of bomb, yeah. apparently.
1: Alright, well, uh, well. And you've see got a re
0: announcement as well, before What's, uh, we forget. Uh, have you not got a gig coming up? I do have a gig coming up. I didn't think you were going to bring this up. Uh, I'm bringing it up. Uh, I'm bringing it up. Next, 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 week, next, next Saturday, Callum has got
1: hairdressers. Callum has got a, a new album out. I do, yeah. What's it called? Uh, that Broken Buckle. And you can... Mm. Where can you... Spotify. Search for Callum Baird on Spotify. That's the easiest way. Or iTunes or any of your kind of... Any of your... Your young people, kind of Check check the Twitter. So and uh, yeah, it should be fun. It'd be, yeah. It might be you know I'm so busy that this might be the la- I haven't I haven't played the game in five years and this might be the last. Well, one I can't, go, imagine, last I chance, last I can't chance. imagine ever doing it again because I'm so so busy. So next so next, sa- next Saturday night, um, our old hairdressers from where's that? From kind of it's, it's Glasgow's in town. Um It's kind of on oh I don't know where it is it's, <coughs> it's like in one of those wee lanes between the you know how like uh, know, one of the wee lanes down, down that, that, that way but um, you, can way? you can google it you can google it the old it's hairdressers easy. it's
0: called <laughs> the old hairdressers called the old hairdressers right, yeah. uh,
1: I'm not just saying it's where that old hairdressers wa-. it's actually called the old hairdresser. right fine so anyway right. let's right. let leave that let's leave that but um, <laughs> 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 thanks very much for coming okay, Paul okay and cool. uh,
0: well I will see you in a month's time cheers bye for now